What's going on, everyone? Welcome once again to Beach Sports Podcast, a podcast produced and created by the Daily 49ers staff. I'm your host, Christian Vasquez. Thank you once again for being with us on yet another episode of Beach Sports. We're nearing the halfway point of the semester, guys. Week 8 is right here and spring break right around the corner. So just a tad bit more, everyone. All right, let's get into the weekend's most exciting games. In softball news, the softball team traveled south to San Diego to take on the Aztecs of San Diego State, notching close 2-1 to win behind senior Naomi Hernandez's spectacular game, who played a role in both scores. They will host Boston University on Thursday, March 10. Women's water polo returns on Tuesday, March 8, to face off against Ivy League competitors Princeton. They are currently ranked number 9 in the country, their highest ranking since 2017. Senior attacker Lena Kontankian had an impressive weekend, scoring a combined 12 goals at the Barbara Kalbis Invitational. The Dirtbags struggled over the weekend of February 25, losing all three games against Sacramento State and another loss against number 20 UCLA. Daily 49ers sports editor Thomas Murray caught up with head coach Eric Valenzuela to talk about the team's struggles. We just got to stay together. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. We got to stay together. It's, it's a, you know, it's a tough time right now. We're in a little bit of a funk, but, yeah. you know, it is what it is. We just got to stay together, and, and we need two good days of practice before the weekend. Yeah. Um, anything different you guys might try approaching for the... Yeah, I mean, we gotta we gotta be way more competitive at the plate. That's what we talked about, you know. Okay. And I think from an individual standpoint, I mean, overall you see it, but I think each guy individually has something to really work on to be yeah. more competitive at the plate, and that's something that we're going to continue to fight and and uh, and you know work on moving forward. To get yeah. Better. The Dirtbags did bounce back and in great fashion, sweeping North Dakota State three games to zero. They continue their homestand against Pepperdine on Tuesday, March six at Blair Field. Big West champs. That's right. Men's basketball reigns supreme in the Big West. The Beach notched an overtime win against UC Riverside on Saturday, March 5th, winning 73-72, capturing a final win at the Walter Pyramid for seniors Joe Hampton, Drew Cobb, Colin Slater, and Jordan Roberts. And speaking of Slater, in the game against UC Davis, Colin Slater had the game-winning three that captured the win for the Beach. Thomas Murray had a chance to talk with head coach Dan Monson and senior Colin Slater on talk, on taking the final shot. I'm gonna be honest. It's it's more so gratifying that like we're a step closer to our goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. obviously that's where as a kid in the driveway you count down five, four, three. Yeah. You, you're doing that moment, but I'm I'm also thankful for that. But more than anything, man, the goal and the objective was to come out with a win today. And as long as we got that done, that makes my senior last two games real good. <laughs> I, I want to interject a little bit what Colin was saying about the bench, um, you know, and, and, and keeping him positive. You know, uh, he, he might have been 0 for 12 or 13, but his leadership has been unbelievable this year. And I heard him tell uh, Jadon coming out of the locker room, "Hey, let's go, let's go get another 18 good looks. You know, we're, we got to keep, we got to keep going." And I, I, just that kind of uh, uh, leadership and and encouragement uh, to Jadon, I think, really was a key part of Jadon came out and, and carried us for about the first, you know, five, six, eight minutes and got us back in that game. And when you got your, your captains telling you, you know, they believe in you like that, uh, this team this team is not, as I said, it's not winning because we're out talenting teams. We're out connecting them. We're more connected uh, than any team I've had, you know, in 10 years. And uh, it, it shows in, in games like today when things aren't going good. And, and games like Saturday when things aren't going good. They just keep playing, and uh, you know I, I'm, I'm happy that they, they got the result they did because they deserved it. A 
big shout out to Thomas Murray for his great interviews. Now the beach will enter the Big West Tournament in Las Vegas as the number one seed. Women's basketball got their senior night spoiled in a lopsided 70-47 match against UC Irvine in seniors Maddie Udi and Emily Sullivan's final game at the Pyramid. Over the weekend, they lost their match against UC Riverside in a tight 66-61 match. They will also enter the Big West Tournament seeded number 3 and will begin tournament play on Wednesday, March 9th against UC Davids. By the way, head coach Jeff Kamen received a contract extension through 2027. We caught up with Athletic Director Andy Fee to share his reactions on this contract extension. Jeff has done a tremendous job leading the program. Uh, he's built this program. He's rebuilt it. You know, in year one when he came, it was the cupboard was pretty bare. And uh, for him to get where he is today with two COVID years, which as frankly, as we all know, been, been a problem for all of us in life. But for him to get that traction, he was just starting to hit it going into COVID. And then we get thrown for a loop, right? And, uh, you know, he kept going. And for me, it was a fairly easy decision. I, I trust Jeff. Um, he takes care of business um, and does, does the right things off the court and on the court. The men's volleyball team, ranked number two in the country, swept Long Island University at the Pyramid on Saturday, March 5, three sets to zero. Fun fact, this is Long Island's debut of NCAA men's volleyball. The beach went on a roll through all three sets behind great performances from sophomore setter Aiden Knipe and blocker Mark Moody. They will travel to Irvine to take on UCI on March 10 at 7 p.m. Figure skating. Now, it's a sport that some of us know and some of us don't know. But for one engineering student, his knowledge of engineering transcends through every spin, jump, and land on the ice. Dean Tran began his journey in figure skating when he was just four years old. The story, according to Tran, goes as follows. One of his brothers, one of his older brothers, had a friend who had a birthday party at a skating ring in their hometown of San Francisco. And as he recalls, a guard at the rink noticed how good he was on the ice. And from there, well, he was able to garner a coach and then a sponsor with the help of his mother, Mimi Hong. So I, I first got on the ice when I was four, but the story is that my brother had a birthday party at the ring, and it was a friend's birthday party that he went to, and my mom decided to bring me along. And so on the public session, I was skating around, and my mom, um, well, actually, I, uh, the ice guard, because every time there's a public session, there's always someone looking over to make sure everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. The ice guard noticed that I was like not bad and offered to help me. And I accepted this offer. And at that time, um, the ice guard saw that I also had potential. So she found someone, she found a coach, which um, then found a sponsor for me. And at that, at that point, I had a coach and I had a sponsor who was able to help pay for the expensive for skating, expenses for skating. And so uh, it all started from there. Let me tell you, how, how did you immediately catch on to, to, to skating? Because, I mean, not everybody that tries it for the first time, you know, is successful. But what, what do you think made it successful for you? Uh, I, I think a lot of it was my mom's my mom's contributions and how she saw that saw that potential in me because at that time I was so young I didn't know what I like I didn't know what I wanted to do and so 
it was just it I, I don't want to say that I didn't choose skating but it, it just kind of worked out for me in a way that my mom would see that I would like become like not bad at it and so um and so that was kind of that was kind of the choice for my mom and it was just something that like because my brothers also skated as well but they didn't end up going too far and so at my age and the way she saw that I was skating she saw that my body and just the way I was flowing across the ice was was it looked great on the ice and so that's I, I just stuck to it and and I and now I'm still doing it Tran is a second-year student at CSUOB, originally enrolling as a computer science major, but his love for Formula One racing influenced him to change to mechanical and aerospace engineering. Most recently, Tran tried out for a spot on the U.S. men's national team in figure skating, placing eighth place behind gold medalist Nathan Chen. Uh, so the top three get selected mm -hmm. uh, for the Olympic team, and it is um, eighth for me, it may sound it may sound close, but it's it's actually pretty far from what um, uh, to being on the team, and so if there's always even though you do end up being on the Olympic team, there's always room to improve, and so I even though I'm happy with my placement there's a lot of room for improvement and it is quite difficult to make on the team because the u.s committee does look at the past four years even though they say they select those on the olympic year they do look at your past four years and they, they look at your experience and how well you've competed and how consistent you've been and and sometimes it's not about how good you are and it's more about politics mm -hmm. and if they like you and if they want you to represent the u.s it's so it's that whole complete package that you need to be on the team and so i i don't feel like i've quite gotten there but um but i can say that i'm, I'm happy about my placement and it, it may be it, it is exciting that i i'm close in a way but uh, right now, I'm just keeping my head down and pushing as hard as I can. So the next goal would be the next Olympics. Though he is proud of his accomplishment, Trans says he is hungry for more. And well, now Trans' eyes are focused on the 2026 Olympics to be held in Italy. It's funny because maybe for everyone around me, it seems like I am accomplishing a lot. But in my in my perspective, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing enough. And so I'm always trying to see what I can do. I always want to get better at things. I want to practice. I want to, I want to in, like increase sort of, um, I guess your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. But in all aspects, like I want to be good in athletics. I want to be good. Like in school, I want to like, there's never enough for me. And so that's why I never see it as if, like, I'm accomplished a lot, and like now it, now that's it, right? There's always more to go for, and 
and um and sort of if i don't i feel like if i don't go for something then then what am i doing you know so i i just kind of have that mentality where i'm always pushing for something because then what is the point in life and and obviously at a point you can't you can't like i'm not going to be skiing forever right mm-hmm. so there's going to be different parts of life where you can improve on and so that's that's just the mentality that has been pushing me through what an inspirational story a big shout out to dean tran for his story that's all today for beach sports tune in next time for more sports news recaps and scores a big shout out to sports editor thomas murray and for coming on to the show, Colin Slater, coaches Jeff Kamen, and coach Dan Monson, as well as athletic director Andy Fee. Don't forget to check out Beach News Weekly for more campus news on Daily49er.com, as well as other podcast content brought to you by the Daily49er. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Daily49er. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. I have been your host, Christian Vasquez. Until next time.